0: You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network, where the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now.
1: It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline back talking more NXT on the WWE Network and Hulu. Jacqueline, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Not just because there's a regular NXT show... But but uh, you you went on a you went on an adventure yourself to an NXT I show. I
0: did, I did. You're gonna have to and hang
1: around to the very end, though. I think yes. To, to hear that, so for yeah. everybody else who Hi. clicks off at the end to avoid listening to the the sponsor plug, you're gonna have to stick around now.
0: We should do it up front. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So before we start talking about this week's episode of NXT. Uh a couple of things I wanted to mention. There was uh an NXT UK show this week. Only one episode.
0: So they're caught up?
1: They are fully caught up. They did uh so they did a they did a Takeover hangover show, although they they called it something else.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they
1: called it NXT UK Takeover Blackpool Plus. You know, okay. I think they just wanted to make the title of that show even longer, uh, but oh. they actually had three matches on that show. Uh, one of which I honestly don't remember what it was. Uh, the whatever the first match was, I I honestly at this point don't remember. Uh, but sounds they had, about right. They had an Isla Dawn and Ginny match, uh, which yeah. was pretty good. That Ginny won, and uh, the main event was Bartell and Eichner against Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, and that was very good.
0: Oh, man, I missed that. Yes. I have to go back.
1: Uh, and that was filmed before the TakeOver show, so the crowd was in pretty good spirits mm. for all of that stuff.
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Uh, the other piece of news is uh, WWE is gearing up to announce their next class, uh, their next Performance Center class, Uh Every few months or so, they basically, they put out a a press release, they put out a photo, and they put out some bios, and they're like, here are some new people that are reporting to work for the Performance Center, and also, uh, as a result, NXT. Uh, This particular class features a lot of independent guys, which is not a surprise because of the whole All Elite Wrestling thing, and they're signing guys, and Ring of Honor is signing guys, so... WWE is sending a lot of guys and uh the uh let me see here the the expected class uh includes former Impact Wrestling uh wrestler Trevor Lee uh who is a kind of a redneck caveman looking thing he's he's not big and thick uh okay. but he uh, he kind of has this, like, redneck caveman thing. I think he's the Kentucky caveman or something along those lines. Uh, Ring of Honor uh, and Evolve wrestler ACH, who is, uh, like, a cruiserweight high flyer guy. Okay. Uh, uh, May Young entrance Rachel Ellering, uh, who has wrestled in NXT a bunch of times as Rachel Evers, and she's been in the last two May Young classics. Uh, and Karen Q who was in one of the best matches of this year's Mae Young Tournament when she faced Xia Lee, and they basically, like, kung-fued with each other, and it was really cool. Okay. Um, there are some other I'm people f- expected, but those are the names that are kind of out there uh, at the moment.
0: Gotcha. I'm fearful for where these people are going.
1: There's not a lot of space. Like,
0: yeah, like, literally, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, where are you going
0: to? them.
1: There are going to be people who get moved up, obviously. Aww. I don't know who it's going to be at this point. There's not a lot of space on the main roster right now either, but... No,
0: they have to retire some people. Yeah. Anyway, we've yes. talked about this.
1: Yes. Uh
0: Also, how do I apply for these jobs?
1: <laughs> they're uh, they're hiring have... so many people right now, so...
0: <laughs> right? Like... Like, if I knew that the trading, that the performance center was hiring, I would have submitted my resume. I'm sure you could find something for me to do.
1: Maybe they need an official podcast, Jacqueline, because...
0: Right? They should have an official podcast. I don't know why they don't.
1: I mean, we're pretty close to it, I mean, as is. I feel yeah. like we're the official podcast, but we can't we're say basically. that for... Yeah, for legal reasons, we can't say that yeah. uh, officially, but in my mind... Uh like we're in, the
0: unofficial official podcast. Yeah,
1: in in my like brain movie of my life, uh <laughs> this is the official podcast of NXT.
0: Triple H has given us his blessing. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> in my mind, uh that's what we are. We just don't yes. receive any checks for it.
0: Right. One day. No, doing I'm it kidding. for
1: doing it for the love of NXT. Yep. Uh so, uh we're talking about episode 487. One of these days, Jacqueline, we'll get out of these 480s. <laughs>
0: Feels like it's been forever
1: <laughs> It really does Like now that you said it I can't get my mind off of it It does feel like we've been like in the four hundred and eighty since we started Yeah Doesn't seem possible but I'm gonna go back maybe and listen to the The first few episodes to see if I say something that's lower than 480 uh, But we'll see uh, Okay so show starts off with the street profits in action We haven't seen them in a while I know, and they are taking on j c and Chris, the Metro brothers,
0: no idea who they are
1: well they are their characters uh Jacqueline appear to be greasers, yes <laughs> from uh i I mean maybe Greece? most notably Greece yeah. uh but I'm thinking of uh oh God the outsiders is what I'm thinking
0: of. yes, about. that was the next one I was gonna say, yeah
1: really mad that it's not. Ponyboy Metro or something along those lines, but
0: mm, missed opportunity.
1: Yes. Well, they had a rumble here as they would say in the outsiders with the street profits. <laughs> um, the announced team actually, uh, acknowledged that street profits are the evolved tag team champions.
0: Yes. I was kind of surprised about that.
1: I was a little surprised. Like they've not mentioned it previously. So I yeah. just figured, I mean, I know obviously they're working with that, um, independent company, I just figured, like, ah, eh, they don't feel like mentioning it on air for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah. maybe they changed their mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, they had a match. Uh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins were a little more fired up than usual, I would say. Especially yeah. Montez Ford.
0: They, like, they moved faster.
1: Yes. And more <laughs> aggressively. Yes. Uh, for sure.
0: But, But like, well done, like they've improved and they were already a good team. Like they've gotten more solid.
1: Yeah. So Dawkins gets this hot tag and he comes in and he's raining down hellfire on these two greasers and he's so fired up. He's so pumped up. He accidentally nails Montez as well. Yeah. And then he's like, He he
0: was in the zone. Yeah. And he was like. You got him away,
1: but then he pops <laughs> these two guys in the mouth with some punches, and Montez laughs uproariously at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hits a Gigantor frog splash and uh, and pins them.
0: That was so crazy. Like he went out of frame. That's mm-hmm. how high he jumped, and he is yes. not a short dude. No, like that was so impressive.
1: Yes. Um, and
0: Angelo Dawkins, sorry, really quick, Angelo Dawkins, he does, he's moving faster. I, whatever they're doing, keep it up, as long as it's legal.
1: Uh, one more thing, I would like to point out before I continue talking about uh, the post match here, yeah. but
0: oh yeah,
1: uh, full sale, guys. Mm-hmm. We we need two things here. One of two things, we <laughs> we either need a little more diversity in the crowd. Or we're just gonna need all of the white people to stop dancing to the street prophet's music, because it's this and like them and Bianca's music. This is not a good look at all for anyone. Uh, they must cease and desist immediately. It was very difficult to show
0: you the video of it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it was very difficult to watch this. I've seen wrestlers get injured in the ring legitimately, and it was easier to watch than some of these fans dancing to this music. It was very different, it was very tough to watch. That's Uh, our
0: plea for this week.
1: (laughs) Yes, please stop dancing and save a life. I think is what we're (laughs) getting at here. Uh, so the Street Profits. Uh, they were celebrating with the fans afterwards when they were ambushed by the Forgotten Sons.
0: Who I actually forgot were a thing!
1: Yeah, well, you weren't alone here, because the crowd chanted, We Forgot You, at them. It was wonderful. What I really need, I think it would be better every time, if I were there, I would have started this chant. Because I think it's it's far more clever that the fans chant, Who Are You, every time they come out. Every oh. time like the gimmick is that the fans have forgotten who they are and need to ask this question every time but uh, that's not bad that's that's what uh, that is what happened here they beat up the street profits clearly building to some sort of television match i know this is not going to be for takeover or anything maybe it'll be on the takeover plus show uh maybe but it's not going to be on the proper takeover because we have the full card for that and uh we'll talk about it uh, uh are after, after we're done here Uh, Kathy Kelly is interviewing Matt Riddle about the main event later on tonight. Oh, yeah. Matt says that he wish he could be in Keith Lee's corner, but he's still not cleared to be at ringside following the attack by Cassius Ono. Uh, But he is pulling for Keith in this match, Uh, but he wants him to save a little bit for Riddle to finish off. (laughs)
0: I love Keith Lee. oh not Keithley. I love um Matt Riddle in interviews. Like,
1: yes. He's always like, himself.
0: Right. Like he just seems like so uh re- like weirdly relatable. Like like mm-hmm. he's not something I would I ever like see myself as but I'm like oh like I could share a beer with this guy.
1: Yeah, like he doesn't seem like somebody you would like seek out to be friends with, but if you ended up hanging out with him, you'd end up being friends with him because he's just likable, but not in a way you're used to, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's that guy who like, I feel like if I ran into a wrestler, like I'd want it to be him. Cause he's like, yeah, come sit at my table.
1: (laughs) It really does feel like he might be like that.
0: (laughs) Right. He'd be like, yo, sit down.
1: (laughs) On the opposite end of the spectrum, Jacqueline, Alistair Black cut a promo. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Threatening Tommaso Ciampa, he warned Ciampa that their match is soon approaching. Uh, he wants his title back, uh, and Black said that he's going to be at Full Sail next week to get the fight started early.
0: I wonder if he's going to get the belt. I uh, maybe. I don't. I kind of
1: hope not. So here's the here's the spoiler, everybody. We're not going to be here next week.
0: Mm, to talk about sure. next week's yeah.
1: go-home episode uh, for TakeOver Phoenix. But we already know the full TakeOver Phoenix card. Yeah. Uh, it's already been put out there. So I think we'll probably do, like, a prediction at the end of this show.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We'll,
1: we'll briefly cover next week's uh, episode of NXT when we come back. But the comeback episode will mostly be about TakeOver Phoenix. So... Yeah. Uh, so... I thought it was kind of rough. It was tough to watch those fans dancing to the uh, Street Profits when they came out. But then Bianca Belair came out to the (laughs) ring, and it was so much worse. Oh, my God. Uh, All
0: right, I have to ask a real question, and I I almost hate asking this question. Yes. Especially while we're recording. But what does the EST mean?
1: Okay. Yes, I do. Okay, so the, the... She's the EST and that is a um she often uses that as a, a suffix. She's the fastest, the strongest. The gotcha. Smartest. Although Shanna Baszler would disagree. But yeah, that is what the EST is. Gotcha. She's so all, she's
0: the est.
1: Yes. Of of Got all it. of the positive things like speed and strength Got and it. ability. Um, So she comes out to the ring, she brags about sending Nikki Cross packing out of NXT, uh, and said that uh, she doesn't have the, it's 2019, uh, and she doesn't have the title right now, but she's got 2020 vision. Which I thought (laughs) was an awesome pun, because obviously that is next year, but it also means she's focused on becoming the champion and being the champion for quite some time. I thought that was excellent.
0: Um yeah, she did really well on the mic.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> she named dropped Shayna, who then appeared to interrupt her speech along with Jessamine and Marina.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is like some candyman stuff right here. Like you can't say her name too many times.
1: <laughs> no, she will just say. Otherwise appear.
0: they all appear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so Basler and Belair had a confrontation of words. Uh <laughs> one response after Baszler was talking about how she's going to break her arm or something like that. I believe one of Bel Air's responses was, uh, she did a, took a breath and went, mm, uh uh-uh, uh or something along those lines. Like one <laughs> of those honey nose, uh, yeah. the crowd really responded well to this. Uh, so they, uh, they argued, they trade. I-, I thought they actually went back and forth really well here. And, uh, they, uh, they started arguing, uh, and Baszler tried to calm her down, or she tried to calm down the other horsewomen, and then walked right into a slap from Bianca, uh, Duke and Marina tried to jump her, but she escaped the ring and laughed at Baszler as they had a, a stare down. So, uh, I like that. I think they had a pretty good segment together.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, I was unsure how they were going to build up to their match, but they're doing an okay job with it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited.
1: Uh, up next was the match of the very not fun to pronounce last names as Adrian Jaoud took on Dominic Dijakovic. This was a weird match. It was. <laughs> I mean, this was. I will say this one thing that WWE often gets panned for is is how a lot, especially on the main roster, how a lot of matches look or feel alike. Mm -hmm. They're very similarly paced. The styles are often very similar. Yeah, I don't think that's
0: the case for uh, NXT.
1: And it was definitely not the case in this match. You've got Dijakovic, who is this big, tall, strikey, although that's not really his thing that he excels at. He actually excels more at doing... Cool power things and oddly enough doing flying moves, but they're not yes. doing that right now with him. Right now he's a big, tall, strikey power guy. And you've got Yeah, I'm
0: real worried they're gonna make him the next Lars Sullivan. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and they've got Jaud here who is just like a like a judo guy. And mm-hmm. he just like judoed him and like was doing like takedowns and passing guard, like doing mixed martial arts on him. And it was just weird. It almost seemed like. It almost seemed like in the back when they're trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Dominic was just like, do real stuff to me and I'll try to escape it. And that's what they did out here. Cause he Maybe lo- that is the plan. Dominic here looked often times to like struggle to get away from Jaoud's takedowns. And uh, eventually he started. His defense was to club him in the back with forearms. Uh, he eventually hit a couple of moves, hit the Feast Your Eyes, and got the win. This match was strange, Jacqueline.
0: It was very strange. It lost me a little bit, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, this kept me, but only, like, not necessarily in a good way, but just in a way of, like, what's happening here? What is this? This is such a weird match, but um, I would not call it good.
0: Yeah, no, it it was one of those ones that you watch with, like, Like, you, you like, turn your head to the side a little bit, and you're just like, what am I watching?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, Jacqueline, things got even stranger. As (gasps) we went out of doors to the war Mm -hmm. raiders, who were holding some sort of Viking ceremony as they walked around what I could only gather was a funeral pyre, as (laughs) (laughs) they were talking about the Undisputed Era and how they are going to, to... tear them apart and win the titles. And then we found out what the funeral pyre was for, Jacqueline, and this is what made me happy. They, were, they set ablaze a big yep. pile, a burning pile of wood and on top of it, Jacqueline, those undisputed era labeled chairs from the War Games match. That <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But apparently the War Raiders killed them and then set them on fire here. They were uh,
0: burning them in effigy.
1: Yes, they were. So this was like a weird pro wrestling thing for sure. But the War Raiders are Vikings. They did yeah. a Vikings thing. I can't they be did. mad at them.
0: They did. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a... Yeah, I don't know what they were doing there. It was real strange.
1: It was pretty kinda weird. Kind
0: of cool. Kind of cool. did had... one of them just get married recently, too? As yeah. A side? Actually, yeah.
1: uh... Yeah, Raymond Roe. Uh, Roe got married to, oh my gosh, uh, she's in the Riot Squad, Sarah Logan. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is which is also very strange to me, but whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, well, apparently there's a video on the WWE Performance Center YouTube. They had a Viking wedding, like legit. Of
0: course they did.
1: <laughs> and they're everyone dressed in traditional Viking garb, and. Like maids of honor included uh, Shayna Baszler and Jessamine Duke, and so, and also like Liv Morgan, which is not somebody you would think would be there hanging out in Viking garb, oh. but there she was.
0: So I'm wondering if this Viking promo was just you know recorded at their wedding, yeah, right, like yeah.
1: Imagine if you and your husband recorded some some sort of promo at your wedding that was unrelated to your wedding. I mean, who says we won't? (laughs) You just use the location as a convenient location to, you know, Oh, we should, we should make a short film while we're here is essentially what they did. Um, I can't be, I can't, I can't be mad at them for, for doing Viking stuff, but yes, uh, (laughs) the main event match, we had, uh, well, no, this wasn't the main event match. No. On, this could it have been a main been. event. It could have been <laughs> on some shows. Johnny Gargano and Umberto Carrillo had a match yeah. and uh, it was good because Gargano was really good and so was Carrillo. Yeah. I th- it was after I watched this that I read some bad news. It oh, sounds no. like they're taking Carrillo and they're Promoting him to 205 Live, the Cruiserweight
0: show. No, that's not a promotion.
1: <laughs> I know. That's also- the
0: opposite.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> also, uh, I didn't notice this. I know Johnny Gargano is not a particularly big man, but Carrillo looked so big next to him.
0: Yeah. He's- Johnny oh. Gargano could be on 205 Live. Oh, easily. Come
1: on. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. I'm Carrillo is awesome, and I know, I know they're like you know 205 Live needs talent and all the help it can get, but I really want Carrillo and Mendoza to have a tag team run in NXT.
0: I'm gonna tag. be really
1: sad if they don't do it. It's possible he might yeah. do both shows, but
0: I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's better. That's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they had an excellent match. Uh finish out Johnny, give Carrillo a super kick and the, the lawn dart, uh, and, uh, finished him with God. What did he beat him with the Gargano escape? Or did he, hit, I don't know. He may have hit something else. Oh, he did the slingshot DDT into the ring and then pinned him, which there is you go. not something that Johnny normally wins with. So maybe he's, he's setting that up as a, this could end a match move. Uh He's trying uh, things. Yes. So he got on the mic afterwards to challenge Ricochet to show up to full sale next week. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what did you make of the the Gargano Carrillo match?
0: I really liked it. I like Carrillo and Mendoza. Um, I like Carrillo as the solo guy. This was, I think, um, I think they're proving that they're more than like the squash matches, which I think they were originally set out. Yeah. to just be um and I hope they I hope they continue to build and make a name for themselves um I think this was so well done especially like going against like Gargano you know like that's a big guy in NXT mm-hmm. so um not not a large
1: human but a big, you know, like a big yes.
0: name yeah yes. so I really enjoyed it and I thought the episode could have ended here and I would have been very happy
1: but then we would have missed this Tommaso Ciampa cell phone promo.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, he's talking to Alistair Black. He tells them. He tells him, "Look, I understand that you want to fight me right away, but he's the champion. Uh, yes, yes. If you want to fight him, you have to do it on a takeover show and in the main event, because that's where the champion. That's where he fights on the biggest possible stage.
0: Who is he? Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he also uh told Black to be careful what he wished for. So Uh-oh. I'm guessing Sneaky Champa, the puppet master, has a has a plan. He also said if he's the puppet master then Alistair Black is the biggest puppet he's ever seen. So <laughs> turned it back on him. Yeah. So, still living in the back of that truck as
0: well. I know. That's that's that is his home. I feel like that that <laughs> like he's a like you know they have, like mole people? He's a truck person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mole people and truck people he only comes no. out he only comes out uh like groundhog's day s type situations to see if he's got a shadow or not still
0: that seems to be the only time you see him other than that he's in the back of that flatbed he does
1: he <laughs> he does suspiciously clutch to the belt much like a, a soon-to-be hibernating <laughs> animal would clutch to their food source for the winter so yes yeah i'm seeing a yeah. lot of similarities here uh, mm-hmm. Keith Lee and mm-hmm. Cassius Ono are the uh the main event. Uh you know what? I feel like they had a pretty good match, although I still it still doesn't feel like I've seen the unleashed version of Keith Lee. Uh I know these two could have a, a way better match than they had. Uh I thought this mm-hmm. was I thought this was still pretty good. Uh and it's still fun yeah. to see a guy the size of Cassius ono get thrown around because he's in there with somebody like Keith Lee, who's, uh, even bigger or stronger. Uh, so, uh, the end of this match came when they're trading strikes, uh, back and forth. Uh, oh. Keith Lee hit the pounce, uh, which this, by the way, this report I'm reading from says that it, launched Cassius Ono into orbit, but I don't think so. I've seen him <laughs> I've actually seen him do the pounce to to Matt Riddle, and he actually looks like he goes into orbit on those. Um, <laughs> a desp uh but uh Ono recovers. Uh he shoves Keith Lee into the ref, who is uh now uh disoriented a little bit. Ono gives him a low blow, gives him the roaring elbow, and gets the pin. A sneaky win for Cassius Ono here. Cheating! Uh, to get the victory. After the match, Matt Riddle rushes to the ring to check on his friend, and uh, he glares at a smirking Cassius ono as the, the show ends. Uh, yeah. Your thoughts on the minute? You sound less impressed than I was, and I thought it was I, okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't love either of these guys. Mm-hmm. And so together, it just made me – it was just lackluster. Yeah. It really was. It made me forget. It almost like was like everything else that happened before it that I really enjoyed. I was kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. really? Like, why would this be the big match then? Yeah. If everything else was so good. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, uh, well, we kind of ended this portion of the show on a dour note. What would you give yeah. the NXT episode? We've happily, we've got nicer things to talk about, but what would you give this episode of NXT? I'd
0: probably go with maybe a three. Um.
1: There was a I lot liked, of
0: good. There was a lot of good. The first match was amazing. I thought the exchange between Shayna and um, Bianca. Bianca was fantastic. John, the Johnny Gargano Correo match, um, really just kind of, I just thought was so so enjoyable to watch. And of course, anytime you see Ciampa from his hiding place, I'm always I'm always happy for to see that. <laughs> we are
1: we were on the exact same page this week. I also gave this episode a three.
0: Wow, look I at guess. us.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so before we talk about the rest of uh, what there is to talk about, here's the part you can't skip mm-hmm. now. Adam Tickets. com slash Adam Tickets, uh, or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for uh, the movie fan in your life. Uh, thank you to Adam Tickets for sponsoring the show like they do each and every week. Uh, okay, so... Yeah. Jacqueline, you went on a uh, a little trip to uh, an NXT live event in Tampa. Yes, this was on the was there. 18th.
0: Yep, right? Friday night.
1: Um, do you want? Do you remember everything, or do you want me to like run through the card? I've, I think I've got the card here.
0: Really? Okay, I, I don't, don't remember everything because, and and to be perfectly fair, I missed the first match. <gasps>
1: you missed because... Velveteen Dream.
0: Oh, no, I didn't miss Velveteen. I did see Velveteen Dream. I apologize.
1: Okay, they're saying that's what the... According to this, that's what the first match was. Velveteen Dream and Rick... That's right, Is it Rick Bugs? Boogs? What is that name? Yeah, something
0: weird. I don't know. Um, Clearly Velveteen won. I did see that first match. That's right. I got there just a little late. I didn't see the entrances. Uh. Because the show was... There were so many people there. Parking was hard, which... What is that happening anyway? let's not talk about that, but um, I did see that, and i anytime this is probably the third or fourth time I've seen Velveteen dream live, and he mm-hmm. just is he's such a charmer <laughs>
1: uh, he's so, such a
0: charmer live okay, so
1: <laughs> before talking about the rest of the matches i I kind of just want like an overall like what what was the feeling like overall good show, fun show, lively crowd <laughs>
0: lively crowd, fun show um i had we were we actually we got seats so there was it was standing room only um but we had this this great couple in front of us who the woman kept turning around and like um because at one point i was like oh man i wish there were a couple in real life and she's like don't worry they are like nice things like that and then we had these guys behind us who are clearly super into wrestling Uh like picking things apart so it's just but um But it's a fun show to go see. You get to just yell at everyone. People, you know, yell at the wrestlers. People yell back. It's just a lot of fun.
1: Did you... Was there anything in particular that you yelled out? I'm curious to know. Was there anyone you heckled or, or jeered at or cheered for particularly hard on this show?
0: Yes. Um... Uh, there was this one guy, I don't remember his name Um, I tweeted about him his name was Riddick something?
1: Riddick Moss
0: yeah, I hated him so um, (laughs) he was talking about how he had a rough week and I was like, you should have seen mine, so you know, just like stuff like that, yelling at him Um,
1: I'm hoping you really gave it to Kona Reeves he deserves it
0: (laughs) I was just so like I was more like, "What the hell am I watching
1: here?" <laughs> so I was so happy you shouted me out in that uh, particular tweet. I think about uh, yeah the Kona Reeves match um,
0: versus Djokovic.
1: Yes. Um,
0: but um, I think the 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 thing that I, the probably one of the coolest things that I saw the night that I think we just cheered for super loud because we were so excited about it was there was a mixed tag match. Mm-hmm. And Rhea Ripley was there, and her partner was Shane Thorne?
1: Yes, the sole remaining member of the Mighty. Oh! His his partner, his his longtime tag team partner, went back to uh, Australia, yes.
0: So, but they came out, and Rhea Ripley had Shane Thorne on her shoulders.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw this entrance, because they posted a uh nxt the nxt twitter account i think posted a video of
0: of them coming out
1: yeah like she like she even does like her full entrance like because she like lifts Mm -hmm. up her boot and stomps down she did this with him on her shoulders
0: it was like it was so impressive it was so cool it was just like oh it's like yes girl that was awesome it's like this is what i need in my life yes um, so that really stood out. And also, um, Adam Cole was there. Um, mm-hmm. he came out, did a whole thing, like on the mic and everything. Um, he was also one that you just kind of yelled back and forth at uh, yeah. because he was, he was talking about how much he hated Tampa and we're all like, well, screw you. <laughs> you know, so yes. It was fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. So the second match on the card was punishment Martinez. Best name. Yes. In the business. He defeated Brennan Williams, who is the master as best I can tell of sitting down.
0: Yeah. So, Brennan Williams. I don't know what he does, but he always goes to the corners and like jumps up and sits down with his legs like in a in a weird four shape. <laughs> but like I've seen him like two or th- I've seen him. This might be the second time, mm. and every time I see him, this is what he does. Like he just like all of a sudden he just sits. Yeah. And um and um people just start yelling at him like holy shit it's really funny. <laughs>
1: Yes, um, people, I mean, this, this is one of the beauty, this is one of the weird, strange beauty, like one of the beautiful things of wrestling is that chances are he just did this sometime in a match and it got some sort of reaction, so he just kept yep. doing it and it's turned into a thing.
0: It has. <laughs> it's so, so um, weird. And every time he comes out, he comes out with like, jeans and like an open vest and like a really big like infinity scarf and all I think <laughs> of when I see him is I'm like dude there is the Lenny Kravitz already and you never be him like
1: <laughs> there's only I, one I, Lenny I Kravitz.
0: there is you don't need to be so
1: I'm looking at this um, card and I'm super jealous Jacqueline you guys yeah. got you, I mean, there's like the typical Florida loop shows, and then there's one of these shows, which this feels like you guys got like almost a full-on NXT like TV like house show.
0: Yeah. So the the shows in Tampa usually get a bigger, um, get bigger names. Yeah. Um, so the yeah.
1: There was a four-way elimination tag with Kyrie yes. Sane and Io Shirai taking on Mia Yim and Ziya Lee. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, and Marina Shafir and Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. uh, which Sane and Shirai won when they pinned Marina to to win the match. Yes. Uh, any any thoughts take away from that? Did did you get to see much of Zaya Lee? Because she really impressed me the few times I've seen her in the Mae Young Classic.
0: I did not get to see much of her, and it was kind of like who is this i guess almost because you're like what
1: is, who she's what you not doing? she's not been on tv much
0: yeah. yeah and she was okay but they didn't really get her in there much who's they had the vanessa girl who i've seen live before yeah and i gotta say i'm not the most impressive wrestler but i am impressed because she does wrestle in a corset mm-hmm. um she was she was getting super into it with the crowd. Yeah. Like, they were yelling, you suck at her. And she's just like, shut up! Like, yelling back at them. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, she's got some character development going on for her. Yeah. Um. But, of course, I was rooting for Shayna Baszler. So, I don't know why Marina Shafir had, like, this weird, you know, Forgotten Son's face mask thing going on. Um, oh, I
1: wonder if she had, like, a surgery recently. Or maybe she broke her nose or...
0: Maybe, but she had like it, she it looked like you know the Batgirl's mask on. Yeah, um, I saw a
1: picture and I'm like, who is that? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, but it was a really good match, it was really fun. Um, it really came down to just a lot of Kyrie Sane and Eo Shirai versus Shayna Beasler and um Marina. Uh, Marina, um, I will say, I think Mia Yim, mm-hmm. she didn't wrestle all that much, but this might have been one of the best I've seen her. Like, I feel like when she's on TV, they don't get like, they don't, don't utilize her mm-hmm. as much as they can. And I feel like here she was really able to be more, um, more herself. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: uh, I Di- appreciate it. as we mentioned earlier, Dijakovic defeated Kona Reeves, hopefully in, in quick fashion, but I have a feeling they probably went longer than,
0: uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> <To> <laughs> and, it, the and it was one they like, like, like but, like, you knew. You were watching this, and you're like, oh, clearly Kona Reeves is not going to win this match. Just look at who this is. Yeah. But I will say this. Kona Reeves did a much better job at the live show than I think I've seen him done on t- do on TV. So, so I I don't know if there
1: hmm? Was Dijakovic playing the good guy here, or were there just no good guys in this match?
0: I guess he was playing the good guy, because more people were rooting for him and stuff. Uh. But what I like about the house shows is that it kind of doesn't matter. Like it's, um, you know, there's a little bit. You know, people who are your bad guys can be your good guys all the time. So, yeah. um, like like what um when Velveteen Dream was a heel, we saw him and he was like, he he was playing it like a face. So yeah. um, they go back and forth. So I think they just try out different things.
1: I'm undoubtedly going to butcher this, but Adam Cole defeated Mansour Al Shehail. Yep, that's, that's a guess. Am I close? I don't know. You were there when they announced him.
0: Yeah, it, definitely Mansoor. Um, I don't, I don't remember his last I'm name. Guessing um, I'm, I'm
1: guessing. I'm guessing because it's A L hyphen S H E H A I L. It's she hail. So I'm guessing it's Al she Hail. Uh, sure. I'm hoping that's what it is. Uh, so he defeated Adam Cole. Defeated him. I'm unfamiliar with Mansoor.
0: Yeah, I'm still unfamiliar with the
1: Mansoor. Did he, did he look good in there with Adam Cole? I mean, Adam Cole's very I
0: mean, good. Adam Cole's very good, but like, um, it was one of those guys where you were like, mm, poor Adam Cole was like coming down to your level. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like you probably should have been up against someone else.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, as noted, Shane Thorne and Rhea Ripley lost to Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro. Uh, yeah. I saw a couple clips. Ooh. Casey was doing all sorts of cool moves.
0: Yep. Yep. This, this match came and I was, I'm like, this is something I didn't know I needed, but mm. I, I had so much fun watching it.
1: How were uh, Shane Thorne and Rhea Ripley as a team? Like, does that seem like they could be like a good, like tandem? Yes. Okay. Like they worked well Absolutely.
0: together. They worked very well together. And I think probably for me, the thing that, like, loses me a little bit with these mixed matches is that I'm like, yo, just let Rhea and Ricochet go at it. Like, she could take him. <laughs>
1: they could do – I mean, I'm sure they could do a lot of fun stuff, and I'm sure Casey yeah. could do something fun with Shane Thorne as well, so.
0: Yeah, and they and they did, actually, because, like, when they would tag them in, they would still do something, and Casey did, like, take him down a few times. It was ah, really – okay. like, yeah, it was really cool. I liked the way they did it. Um, I thought this match was super – super fun. And this is where I was like, Oh, I wish Ricochet and Casey were a couple. And the lady, the nice lady in front of me turned around and was like, they are. And I was like, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, They
1: they are indeed.
0: I need that. Um, but this was like, this was probably one of my favorite matches of the night.
1: So The, the couple who flips together stays together.
0: It's true. That's what I've heard.
1: Uh, Everybody start working on your backflips. Uh, <laughs> Jeet Rama defeated Riddick Moss uh, in your most hated man of the night match. Um yeah. I'm unfamiliar with Jeet Rama as well. I mean, I know he's one of the, I think, one of the Indian guys that they signed.
0: I want to say. Yeah. I I'm, think so. I'm
1: not, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Jeet Rama sounds like a very Indian name, so.
0: He, he was, um, I, I believe so. I don't know a hundred percent, but, um, this Riddick guy,
1: not a fan, I had to
0: tell you, not a fan. Um, and the, he was talking like the, they had him on the mic for way too long. And he was talking literally. And I tweeted this and I'm going to repeat it. But like, he sounded like he was trying to sell me in a pyramid scheme. And I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Why are you making me sit through the sales pitch? So he um, has
1: a brand new rejuvenating skin cream that he doesn't think that you should just buy, but you should sell to your friends as well.
0: He, well, he's talking about the Riddick. What the hell dude? <laughs> like you named it.
1: What's it called? The Riddick. Um... Regimen. The R- Riddick regiment.
0: Yeah. He was, he's like, I'm getting ready. I'm doing the Riddick regimen. And I'm just like, stop selling me on the Riddick regiment.
1: I don't Not shit. By, no one's so, buying it. Yep. Everyone can have everyone right. has access to a gym. We don't need we don't need your pyramid scheme, Mr. Moss. Right? Uh Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish was the main event. They retained the NXT tag team titles over Umberto Carrillo and Raul Mendoza. Uh I heard this was very good, too.
0: Oh my god. This was fantastic. And this was a long match. And um so and I, I go with, I went with some friends of mine and we were talking about when we've when we first saw career and mendoza live and how it was against each other we saw them against each other live and it's supposed to be one of those like nice. like you know just like um throwaway matches that you know that no one was gonna was supposed to pay attention to but it wound up being like everyone got into it and you know it was just a fantastic match that wound up going on for a long time and you had no idea who these guys were yeah um yeah so now that now we're see this again, I'm just like, this is fantastic.
1: <laughs> they need more. Like, yeah. They're very they need good. More.
0: Now, um, Mendoza did maybe drop Bobby fish on his head or incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bobby fish to and and the ref too to both of their credits, they all got out really fast. Like they all did exactly what they're supposed to do when someone like maybe gets hurt. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, the speed and efficiency with with which they got that done was amazing.
1: Yeah. Did, Bob, um, did Bobby finish the match, or was he out for the rest of the match?
0: No, no. I'm sorry. It was Roderick Strong. Oh, Roderick he, Strong
1: was. He, he, so was yeah. Roddy out for the rest of the match, or did he finish it? For
0: most of it, yes. They they he they took him out, and then actually too, like I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, like someone goes off the ropes and Roderick Strong was there and he got hit again. And um, a friend of mine in the crowd, he's just like, leave him alone. He's had enough. <laughs> like, it was just very funny. <laughs> he's he really, been bad. Really yeah. Um, so Bobby Fish did a lot um, for the end of the match. Um, he also um, didn't look like he was walking great, but that could have just been part of the, mm-hmm. the whole character thing. Um, mm-hmm. But the match was, I mean, it was fantastic. And um, Carrillo is I well and Mendoza, I think they're just both super talented. I think they need a little bit of polish still. Um yeah. and they're never on the mic. So I think that might be why they're not um uh full like full on like yeah. name people yet. So I'm excited to see when they when they turn that corner. Mm-hmm.
1: Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So an A plus show. Down. An A plus experience.
0: A plus show, yes. And one day NXT, I will buy a shirt, I promise, but
1: yeah, this maybe that's what's... Not it. Well, I mean, you're just waiting to be fan of the night, and they give you a shirt,
0: right? And I, I so wanted to be fan of the night this past time because you got a ricochet shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will rock a one and only shirt. Like yeah. that's what that is what I need.
1: Maybe <laughs> you just make a vow right now to not buy an NXT shirt until you win until fan I of the win. night.
0: There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go, NXT Nation. Uh, you'll pick me next time.
1: Maybe it's got to okay. be like those old DVD or CD uh, uh, schemes where you, you get a bunch of CDs for 99 cents, but you have to vow to buy a, a, like a certain one amount. new CD. Yeah. So Jacqueline won't buy any NXT shirts until she wins Fan of the Night and gets one free. But then yeah. she will buy one shirt a month for 12 <laughs> months afterwards.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: <laughs> One shirt every six months. There you go. <laughs> By two a year for the next three years. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's, that's, how that,
0: it. that's more manageable. <laughs>
1: yeah, or they'll, or they'll take you to court. I think that's how that works. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, so before we leave, uh, this is a little premature, but we're not going to be here next week. Because uh, uh, much like uh, Sarah Logan and and Raymond Rowe, or much like Killian Dane and Nikki Cross, Jacqueline is getting married. God! Yeah, Killian yes. Dane and Nikki Cross are married. <laughs> That's awesome. They just got married, actually. Uh <laughs> and apparently they were apparently they've been dating for like fourteen years and they're just um, now getting married. Uh my
0: wedding will not be as spectacular as either of those, but I hope so. I can
1: only <laughs> imagine what the Killian Dane Nikki Cross wedding was.
0: I'm gonna go search this after we I, hang up
1: here. <laughs> I mean I don't know if there's anything around, but I would presume it occurred in a dungeon or in a sane asylum. <laughs> Or an abandoned insane asylum is where they got married. She
0: definitely came out a handcart, um, a la, um,
1: <laughs> you know, Hannibal Lecter or something. Yes,
0: that's it. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, ja- so Jacqueline's getting married this weekend, uh, and as a result. Uh, we're not going to be recording for a little bit But we, we won't be gone for too long And when we come back We're going to review the NXT TakeOver Phoenix show uh, And since we won't be here next week To do the, the go-home show for that We're going to do the predictions now Since the card is already available There are five matches for the show uh, The most recently announced one Is Cassius Ono and Matt Riddle I believe in this will be the The feud ending match uh, I don't think this one's too hard to predict. I think it's pretty clear that Matt Riddle's going to win this match. I and, agree. Uh, I think they also want this to be a star-making match. Like, him and uh, Ono had a good match on NXT TV a few weeks ago, the one where Ono attacked him after the match. Um, I think you missed that one. That was, like, on the New Year's show.
0: Yeah, I don't think I saw that one.
1: Yeah, they had a good match, but I know that they could do better. I think that's what they want to do here. They want this to be the star-making performance for Matt Riddle on a big show and a big crowd. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen here, because Ono is not the guy to be winning takeover matches. He's here to help the younger guys move up the card. So I'm pretty sure that's what's happening, unless, Jacqueline, you want to be a contrarian on your pick here.
0: No, none on this.
1: Okay. Uh War Raiders and Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT tag titles. Uh how do you feel about how do you feel about that one? Have Roderick and Kyle held the titles long enough?
0: I think they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if the I don't know if the War Raiders are gonna be the ones dethrone them. Yeah. But um, just because I want to see them be even more whiny than they already are, I'm uh, going to go with War Raiders win.
1: <laughs> Undisputed Era are going to be such douchebags if they lose. I mean, I look, I I feel like the War Raiders have to win this, actually. I, I know there are other teams right now, but I don't see any of them being... Cr- they haven't been built as credible enough threats to go up against undisputed era yeah. in a way that I feel like where they could lose. I feel yeah. like undisputed era could definitely lose this match, and I think that they will too. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm picking War Raiders on this. Uh, okay, so then we've got Ricochet and Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship.
0: This is hard. Yeah. Um...
1: Same. This I don't know. As of this exact second, I am still not exactly sure who I'm picking.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ricochet routine.
1: Okay. I'm
0: gonna say Ricochet routines.
1: It's, okay. I, d- I don't want to. I don't want this to be the samey samey podcast. But I I kind of am leaning that way too. Mostly, because- I, I
0: only I think that because it'll it'll add to his arc for Gargano, like his descent.
1: I'm more concerned... I'm actually more concerned that they're like, Gargano's been here long enough time to move him up, and... No! Well, yeah, see, I I agree with you wholeheartedly, but no. I'm I'm a little scared that they're like, he's been here for quite a while, and he's really good, and we should do something with him. 205 Live has an opening. Uh, no! Oh, and, God, that's where people go to die! I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, they don't go to do very well on Raw or SmackDown either, but uh, uh, I just... Yeah. I just don't know. I
0: No, but but I'll I'll also explain my my prediction further when we get on in the in the the matches.
1: I feel like uh you know what? I feel like Johnny I feel like if he's going to stick around in NXT, Johnny Gargano needs to win this match. If he loses, okay. I feel like it should be his swan song, but it wouldn't be my ideal know. swan song for no. him. My my ideal swan song would be him in a NXT title match or something, but
0: no one wants that. No one wants this to be a swan song.
1: No, Uh, I'm going to pick Ricochet to win, Uh but I hope it's, they're doing something else with them and not moving them up. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Uh, Women's championship. Shayna Baszler defending against Bianca Belair. Shayna. I think Shayna, you'd think Bianca is not the one to dethrone Shayna.
0: Not yet. Not yet.
1: Um, okay, so I, and the Samey Samey Podcast, agree with you on this one. Uh, I like Bianca. I think she's mm-hmm. further ahead than Rhea Ripley was when they gave her the NXT UK Women's Championship. Yep. But I still think it might be a little too early to pull the trigger on Bianca. Mm-hmm. And undefeated streaks are a tough thing to deal with. I think it would be best if... Shayna ended her streak, and f- that would further establish Shayna's reign, and, and
0: and it would establish their feud onto WrestleMania when she, Bianca wins.
1: Quite possibly, and there's also a lot of other women who yeah. are very capable challengers. You still got Kyrie who could come back in at some point. Obviously, her uh, feud with Shayna and Marina and Jessamine isn't done yet. You've barely even introduced Io Shirai. You still got Mia Yim. There's a bunch of other women uh, that could be uh, considered threats. Uh, But I agree. For this show, I think Shayna should retain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Main event Alistair Black challenging Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship.
0: Okay. I think Black wins, Mm -hmm. and then Ciampa and Gargano just like descend into kind of a little bit of a hell thing together and mm-hmm. just become like, kind of like the bash brothers and the mighty ducks. Um, <laughs> like that's what I just assume they're going to oh turn my. into.
1: What a pull Jacqueline. Yeah.
0: They're, they're not going to be like a team, but they're just going to be wreaking havoc and chaos for oh everyone my God.
1: else. Uh, if only, this is what we I could, think. if only we could get Velveteen dream in on this, we could include the flying V into all of this but
0: no you need five for the flying I know.
1: there's like i wonder how many more. i wonder how many people even are getting these mighty duck references and if <laughs> if anyone is they almost are guaranteed to be at least as old as we are older yeah there are no young kids right now they're like why are you talking about that hockey team yeah the nhl <laughs> team they're not even called the mighty ducks anymore
0: that's a damn shame yeah. Um, but that's but I honestly think that it's gonna be that's where I think this is gonna go, and they're just gonna just um, I think they're just gonna make life hell for you know any any everyone. So I'm in torn. a good way.
1: I, I'm torn because we're at, we're at the Royal Rumble. I feel mm-hmm. like they're gonna do some call ups here. Yeah, and I'm paranoid about everybody. I'm like, you know what? I think Chump is gonna win, and they'll call Black up. Oh, I mean, no. I could see it.
0: No, I don't think they'll call Black up.
1: I mean, I don't... Uh, although, I don't, maybe. will see, that's the thing, right? I, I feel like... And I could totally see him going up. I That's tough. Well, I, my thing if, is
0: that, too, though, you have... Because they just called up so many people... They ...that did. I think they have to let them run their course. I think that you're going to see EC3 um, on the Royal Rumble and those guys. Yes. Maybe you'll see Otis...
1: Oh, that I'm sure all. I'm sure all of those guys are going to be in the Royal Rumble this year, yeah. except
0: for Lars because hasn't he been having problems? Um...
1: Yeah, the word on him was that he had he was uh, on he was going to be on Raw and a couple weeks ago, and I think he had a like a really panic bad attack. panic attack, and he yeah. went home, and they wanted him for the the next day for SmackDown Mm -hmm. and he wasn't ready and he hasn't been back since. And that was a couple of days ago. And the word on the street was that they wanted to do Lars Sullivan and John Cena at WrestleMania this year to, I know I'm not, that doesn't excite me either, but as, (laughs) as far as, uh, as far as establishing a character, beating John Cena at a WrestleMania is, uh, one way to establish a character as being very serious. Fine. Uh, that doesn't anyway, excite me as a match, but... Yeah. No,
0: so what I'm saying is I think they, I don't think Black's going to get pulled up yet. And no. I think Ciampa's going to lose, and I think Gargano and Ciampa are going to just be... They're just going to be those guys who come out at the end of every match and beat the crap out of everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to say, here's we're finally going to differ. I think Ciampa's going to retain, and mm-hmm. you're going to have a show where Johnny Gargano fails to win his title that Ciampa suggested he go after... And okay. here's Champa still with his NXT title.
0: And then he goes after Champa later.
1: Yeah, I feel okay. like maybe they'll reheat the Champa Gargano feud. Maybe they'll have one last match at the the WrestleMania Takeover. And that'll be like the end of the story for Champa okay. and Gargano. Maybe. Maybe. I, I have no I have no foresight, but I feel like maybe they maybe they could do that, but who knows? For all we know, all of our picks could be absolutely wrong. Well, at least, I want
0: this feud to last forever.
1: At least in the main event, one of us will be right because we both pick different winners. So. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so that's it for this week's episode. Uh, head on over to CinemaGeekly.com to check out the archives of the show. Plus, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. Uh, as I noted, we're going to be taking a short break... But we're going to come back and record anew on February the 5th. So we're going to miss like a week. Uh, But we're going to come back. We're going to briefly go over what we missed. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then we are going to do a full rundown of NXT TakeOver Phoenix.